This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Rob Seidemann. Rob is Executive Director of May We Help. It's our pleasure to welcome Rob to the show. Good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. Now, you guys have quite a unique organization going on here. May We Help. We really do. There's there's nothing like it around. All right. So tell us about May We Help. Well, sometimes all that stands in the way of someone achieving their independence or pursuing their passion is a device, or in other words, just a piece of technology. And when that device or that technology is not available in the marketplace, that's when May We Help steps in. Uh, We're a team of volunteer engineers, industrial designers, inventors, doctors, therapists, makers and thinkers of of all types, um, representing every imaginable skill set, which means there's, there's nothing we can't build and very few problems we can't solve. Okay. And so how did the organization get its start? Oh, it was <laughs> – there were three gentlemen named Bill. Oh, three Bill Bills. Sand, Bill Dimling, and Bill Wood. Three and Bills walk into a bar. Pretty much. <laughs> they walked into La Rosa's Pizza, in fact. Right. And uh, they were all uh, looking after people with disabilities uh, and creating, as we talked about, devices for those folks. Um, they didn't know each other, but they were all doing the same. They were all on parallel paths, and, and fate brought them together. Bill Sand, Bill Wood, and Bill Dimling. Bill Sand okay. and Bill Dimling are still super active in the organization. Sadly, Bill Wood passed away in 2010, but uh, Chip Wood happens to be Bill Wood's son, and Chip, of course, is the founder of Tire Discounters. So we are lucky to be uh, looked after by Chip, and he. Uh, so our location is right behind the original Tire Discounters in the original corporate headquarters of Tire Discounters. Wow, look at that. Now, you have an amazing design team, and you have engineers working with you guys. Is that right? We sure do. And I think it's really important that people understand that you're not producing these mass-produced products that will be sold or be given to people with disabilities. You're creating one-of-a-kind, unique pieces and equipment to fit the lifestyle of those with disabilities for their unique individual disability. You're absolutely right. Every single project we take on is unique and one of a kind. So we might create a device for one young woman who has no arms and wants to be able to get dressed and undressed by herself in the morning. We might create um, an adaptive piece for a musician or adaptive equipment for an athlete. We just designed an adaptive putter for the Joe Knoxall Miracle League, for example, because uh, they just uh, finished cre- uh, building their 18-hole miniature putt-putt course for kids with disabilities. Wow, look at that. Now, let's talk more about some of the things that you specially designed. I know that there's a chair that you designed for children on the autism spectrum. Tell us what that looked like and how that project came together. So in 2015, a mom came to us and said, that she needed a chair for her son. And her son, just like you said, has autism. And she thought that that chair needed three qualities. Uh, it needed to rock because kids with autism love that rocking motion. It needed to, two, it needed to give a sense of compression or like, like you're being cocooned because kids with autism love to feel that sense too. And then third and most importantly, it had to be able to shut out sensory. Uh, so when, when kids with autism feel like they're just getting too much sensory input, uh, they just need to just tone it down for a while. And that's what this chair does. And uh, Liz Bonus from Channel 12 uh, discovered that chair, and uh, she covered it. Uh, she covered its delivery, in fact, because she believed it. And sure enough, um, it's one of the few pieces 
that we've made more than one of because it can help so many people. We've actually placed about 300 of those now. Wow. We've placed them in homes and hospitals and schools, um, in trauma-informed care units. It, it works amazing in schools, for example, if – if little Johnny has autism and the teacher knows and she can sense that Johnny needs a break, she'll just ask little Johnny if he wants to spend 10 minutes in the sensory chair. And they love the way it feels. So they run into the sensory chair and 10 minutes later return to class. And there's been no disruptions in class. And so everybody wins. All right. And one of the more important things is that you guys do this really for free for your clients. We never charge a client. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the most rewarding projects that you guys have put mm. together. You know, I was looking at the website. You guys have done some amazing things for children with disabilities. But what's some of the more rewarding projects that you guys have done? Absolutely. A couple of my favorites. Uh, one is uh, a, a young lady came to us uh, four years ago, and she happened to be uh, the number 11 junior ranked cellist in Pennsylvania. And she, so, which means she's not playing row, row, row your boat. She plays in an ensemble. And she, what she came to us and uh, the request she came to us with was, I need a device that fits in between the toes of my feet so that I can hold the cello bow with more precision so I can keep up with my group. Uh, because this young woman has no arms. So that's what our engineers did. They created a device that, uh, that allows this young girl, Inga, to play the cello with her feet. Um, they not only had to uh, create the device that fits in between the toes of her feet and allows her to hold the cello bow, they had to create a, device, uh, a platform for the cello that would be at the right angle for her but also allow the cello to, to resonate the way it's you know, designed to. Uh, interestingly enough, four years later, uh, Inga called us again because now she's entered college. And she's the young woman uh, who we were talking about earlier who we need, she needed a device that would allow her to get dressed by herself. And so we created a dressing hook for her that she can uh, take off the wall and put back on the wall at whatever level and whatever location she needs so that she can put her, for example, her belt, the belt loop of her pants on that dressing hook and she can step in and out of her pants and then she can raise that dressing hook and, and step into and kind of fit into her shirt. So she can, she's 100% independent with this dressing hook that we created for her, yet she has no arms at all. Wow, that is amazing. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. In the studio with me now is Rob Seidelman. He is executive director of May We Help. May We Help is an organization that builds custom design equipment for people with disabilities. For more information, head to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now, and we'll have additional information on May We Help. Now, community and corporate sponsors are vital to your organization. Explain to us how so. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you a great story that, uh, that uh, one of our volunteers shared with me. Um, he, when he first, first met his wife, they met in Cincinnati, and uh, they, they decided that, you know, they were going to sit down, put a map of the U.S. out. Uh, they got their pins out and they started doing some research as to where they were going to spend the rest of their lives together. Like they just got married. Where are we going to start our next great adventure together? And so they put pins in all the coolest locations all around the country on this map of theirs. And in the end, decided on Boulder, Colorado. That was where they were going to start their lives together. And then they gave birth to their son. And he had all sorts of complex needs, and they quickly realized that uh, they were going to start a different adventure together. They were going to start an adventure that um, that helped their son. And they got the map back out, <laughs> and they got the pins back out, and they started doing research, albeit a different sort of research. Uh, and this research was what city in, in America has the best resources for their son. And ultimately, they decided on Cincinnati. And when we talked about that together, this friend of mine and, and I – 
it sort of begs the question, why does Cincinnati have so many wonderful resources for people with disabilities? Um, it's not some great metropolis. You know, it's not like New York City or something or L.A. or like that. Um, and so we decided that it, it mostly has to do with the fact that these resources rely on on a community and a culture that, that supports these sorts of resources. Um, it relies on, on volunteerism and, and, and monetary support. And that's why Cincinnati is such an incredible place, and that's why May We Help exists, and that's why our, our, our particular sponsors are so critical to the, to the service that we provide the community. And I'm sure they help offset some of these expenses because you guys provide everything for free. Correct. We okay. rely on them 100%. Okay, so let's talk about, you know, we talked about earlier how you have engineers on these projects, but let's talk about the logistics because it has to be – kind of overwhelming approaching some of these problems and situations, and they're all unique. Our process is really cool. So once a month, we have a volunteer meeting, and at that meeting, um, all the projects that came in that month are presented to our team of volunteers. And uh, they take on the project based on two sets of criteria. One, um, their, their own skill set. So does the project, you know, does it interest them, and do they have the skill set to see it through? And then two, geography, because like you said, they spend a lot of time with these with these clients of ours, um, getting to know them and, and, and testing the device until it's per- until it's working perfectly for them. So wherever they happen to live, they want to be close to that client. So they take on the project, and then the first order of business is to schedule what we call a discovery visit, where the team of volunteers goes and visits the client either in their home or in their workplace, uh, wherever the project's going to be needed, um, and they get to better know the client and his or her needs. And a, a great example of that is uh, a therapist from Cincinnati Children's Hospital uh, gave us a project some time ago. Um, it was for a little a little boy who needed to work on his lateral movement. He needed to move from side to side, but because the therapist told him to move from side to side, of course the kid didn't want to. It became a have to, right? <laughs> so the volunteers went into his home and 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 got to know that child, and they they learned uh, by looking at his bedroom that he loved those toys where you put a marble into one side of the toy and then it goes through this maze and it comes out the other side. And so what our volunteers did is they built this giant marble maze that forced the child to go walk laterally all the way to his left to get the marble and then walk laterally all the way to his right when the marble came back out. And the toy worked. Wow, look at that. The other thing that's really that, – that, that came of these discovery visits is every time we hold one of these discovery visits uh, and we get to tour the house – we usually end up, in, for whatever reason, in the basement or garage and where we find five, six, seven pieces of adaptive equipment that that family no longer needs. Either the person has grown out of the equipment or their condition has evolved out of the equipment. But what happens is the equipment's too expensive to throw away, so it just sits there in their basements or garages. And we see this every day, but in the course of every day, we also meet just as many families who are desperate for that very equipment. And so it seemed like a no-brainer to us, um, but it's never been done before. We started what we call an adaptive equipment swap, whereby we invite everybody that has all this adaptive equipment to bring it to May We Help. We clean it up. We tune it up. And then we invite the community to come one day every quarter uh, to take home that equipment, once again, free of charge. Um, and any, anything that, they, that we've got that they need, they take it home. And we have had moms and dads crying at these adaptive equipment swaps, just going, God, we had no idea we'd ever get this equipment, let alone get it for free. Look at that. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. And the studio with me this morning is Rob Seideman. He is executive director of May We Help. For more information on the organization, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. 
Now, Rob, you guys have an event coming up on Saturday, August 24th. Tell us about this event. It's so exciting. So it's it's in the most incredible home that I have ever seen in my life. And that's coming. I used to be a private chef in Aspen, Colorado. I've seen some amazing homes. And this uh, this ranks right up there, if not the, the most beautiful um, and prestigious home that I've ever seen. It's the home of Joe and Lorraine Marinick in the Coldstream area. And uh, they made it available to us for our event. Uh, it's super cool. Our keynote speaker is somebody that uh, whose name you'll probably recognize. It's Aaron Ralston. And Aaron is the guy who years ago was hiking, solo hiking through Utah, and he slipped and fell into this really deep rock crevasse. And a boulder then fell on top of his arm and pinned him at the bottom of this crevasse. Uh, four and a half days later, uh, when he realized that he was going to die in there, um, that nobody was going to find him, uh, he amputated his own arm with a pocket knife. And his story was he, – he wrote a book. It was a bestseller called Between a Rock and a Hard Place. And then it was ultimately made into a movie called 127 Hours. And James Franco, uh, of course, played Aaron in the movie. And it was actually an Oscar-nominated best picture. So um, he's our keynote speaker and he's going to tell his story firsthand. So that will be amazing. Uh, the house is amazing. And then we have this uh, great eight-piece band called the Just Strange Brothers. All right. You guys have a silent auction as well. I love we silent, silent auctions. Auction. We have a silent auction. We have an incredible live auction. Okay, good, good. And the event is A Million Dreams. The event, again, is Saturday, August 24th. If our listeners would like more information on the event or if they would like to get tickets, how can they do so? They can go right to maywehelp.org, and there are links to purchase tickets. There's links for more info. And, of course, they can call us anytime. So for those out there listening this morning, then they may have a child with a disability or they may have a disability themselves and they need your help. Any time that you find yourself, either if even if you're the caregiver, or if you're the you know the, the person with with the that has a special need, um, any time you find yourself thinking or saying out loud, "Man, if only we had dot dot dot," or "If only dot dot dot," that's your cue. That's when you call or contact. May we help? Okay, good. And that number again, our website again. Uh, Maywehelp.org, and the phone number is five one three eight three four. Six four four three. Okay, and I'm assuming that the proceeds from the event on August 24th will help offset some of those costs again for the services that you provide. One hundred percent. It's our biggest event of the year, and we're counting on we're counting on the event, and we're counting on you to come support it, please. And I'm sure if you can't make the event, I'm sure you'll still take a donation or two, right? That'll work. All right, right. And that website once again, <laughs> maywehelp.org. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning, Rob. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. And thank you for what you're doing. Thanks, Rodney. It was a pleasure. We've been speaking to Rob Seidemann, Executive Director of May We Help. The A Million Dreams event will take place again on Saturday, August 24th. For more information, reach out to us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and like us there. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.